we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, time the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. Yes, this is Remember That One Time with your host, Chris. And CJ. And today we are talking about something that happened recently. We call it the case of Cotton-Eyed Joe. Because the question is, where did it come from? Where did it go? Where the hell did this come from, Cotton-Eyed Joe? And do we, have we even gotten an answer now that the long con is over we still don't have we have half an answer yeah we don't have a why and we don't have further details but we we have a little bit so not to spoil the ending here um this is something i don't even want to say what it eventually turned out to be because that's going to spoil the ending too so (laughs) This is just something that has happened to my life recently that upended my life for at least six months and culminated in a night where CJ had to text a third friend of ours to ask if they needed to get in the car together and come like bring the body bags and passports. It was, was, yeah, they were ready to throw down. Like my shoes were on. I was sitting in the living room with my shoes on. I was just waiting on you to say the word and I was going to go. Yeah. If you've not seen the show Good Girls on Netflix, like we were about to become those three girls. Like we were ready to rob a grocery store to make our lives better. I have not seen it, but it's on my list. Dude, do it. I've watched the entire series and now I'm forcing Ethan to watch it. It's so good. It looks good. Yes. Like, where do I find gang friend? Like, I want a gang friend. Yeah. So this is great. Uh, So this is what happened. Um, To make the long story that you're eventually about to hear the long story, but to make that short, I was convinced of my husband's double life. And so here's one thing. My brain if I don't get the answers to something immediately, my brain will start to fill out what must be the obvious answers. Which is always the worst possible scenario. Of course. Like my husband's home, my husband's late getting home. He must, he must be having an affair. Yeah. Immediately, like five minutes late. Nope. He's sleeping with someone else. That's exactly what it is. Oh yeah. Every single time. So that's, that's what happens. And so I didn't have the answers. So here's what happened. We're sitting on the couch one day, his little sister is over and they're watching memes on the TV because that's what they do with their life. And he goes over to the bookcase and I've got these two jars. One is like adventure and one says something along those lines as well and so he he and his sister 
go over to the bookcase and they're like whispering amongst themselves and they mention not to look in the adventure jar they're just like you know that's that's a secret whatever you do don't look in it and she acted like she knew what was in it too and she was like oh okay yeah we can't we can't let her know about this or whatever and he was like i need you he he held both of my hands and like looked me dead in the eye and was like i need you to promise me that whatever you do even if there's like a fire or a tornado or in the case of my death like you do not look in this jar <laughs> so and like, it, it, did it ever cross your mind that like if whatever was in the jar was that much of a secret, like why didn't he A, put it somewhere else besides the apartment and B, not tell you about it? That's, yeah, it, I didn't think about that at the time. That's exactly, you know, that's logical. I don't think logical. My, my thought, I'm like, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Seven. What's in the box? what's in the box and in the box is like his wife's head or whatever so like immediately i'm like what's in the jar i have to know what's in the jar because you're not going to tell me so my brain is automatically going to try to fill out like what's in the jar is it like the birth certificate of a secret child is it is it a wedding ring for another wife like what is in there is it the head of his first wife could be so the very first thing I do, of course, that so this happens on like a Friday night, Saturday morning, I always get up around 730. My body won't let me sleep past. And so I'm up at 730. He doesn't get up until like nine. So usually I get up and I work on the podcast. I do my producing. I release it. Um, maybe work on my book a little bit, play The Witcher if I've got time. I've got a little bit of me time Saturday mornings or weekend mornings. First thing I did when I woke up though, I made a beeline for that bookcase. And I was like, mm, no secrets in this house. Secrets don't make friends. <laughs> secrets do not live here. No, absolutely. Secrets are evicted. We don't play that shit. So I immediately went to it and I opened it up. And lo and behold, there are, and now there's actually stuff in both jars, not just one, because of course I'm going to check both. Um, there is a fat stack. Okay. Stop yelling. There is a fat stack of cash with like a thick, wide rubber band wrapped around it. And it's like in half. So it looks even thicker than it is too. So it's like, this wad of cash and they're all hundreds like not 20s not 50 they're all hundreds so i'm like what the hell so of course my first thing is well how much is this because it was like a couple hundred bucks i'm like okay whatever he's stashed this is his savings account maybe he doesn't trust banks yeah it's a rainy day fund or something you know and so i go to counting it and so i'm I, I take it out and of course he's still snoring in the other room and I've got like adrenaline pumping because I'm like this is the most cash I have ever held in my life were you getting the tingly fingers yeah just about so I'm like I'm going through it and there's 10k 10,000 in one and then 10,000 in the other 
There is 20 grand stashed. Hey, 20 grand stashed on my bookshelf. Where the fuck did my husband get $20,000? Okay. And why has he not told me about this? Why is this mystery money just rotting away? Because I know if I had 20 grand, I would have had, had made plans and it would have been spent by now. Well, especially y'all were, you know, looking at the houses and everything. It's like, why are we even fretting over this? We have a fucking good ass down payment. That's exactly it. So before we even started looking at houses, I knew about it. So of course, because I promised that I'm not going to look in these jars. I can't tell him that I know about this 20 grand. Right. He's not to know that I know. So I have this knowledge that's just eating in me. And the first thing I did was took pictures of it and sent it to CJ. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, baller, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. So of course the two of us now, Miss Conspiratities and Miss Give Me Answers are together conspiring. What the fuck is this? So here we go. Where did it come from? Where did it go? This cash is now called Cotton Eye Joe. So I'm thinking, well, I wasn't thinking much of where he got it because my brain told me his grandfather passed kind of recently, recently enough to where I thought maybe it was either he cashed out his CD. I know he has a CD um, with bank or something. I don't know. He does investing. So I didn't know if he had cashed out a CD and it was just in cash if he had like cashed out early retirement for some reason, or if there was some sort of like life insurance policy or inheritance that he had gotten from that passing that I just didn't know about. Right. And so I'm like, that's, that's what I rationalized it coming from. Mm -hmm. But what bothered me more than where did it come from is what is its purpose? Why does he have it? And why doesn't he want me to know that he has it? Exactly. Especially when we're looking for a fucking house. Even before we were looking for a house. um, I'm thinking, okay, well, he's obviously got a second family and he is saving to move out to like Wichita, Kansas with his other family and start a new life. So that was my first thought. Okay. My second thought is... Maybe he's saving to start one of these three or four business ventures he's been thinking of because he wants to start a fireworks stand. He wants to start a haunted house and eventually some sort of theme park-ish type thing, like a family fun center that'll eventually turn into something bigger. So I was like, well, maybe this is like business capital for one of those things. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't he tell me about it? Right. Why the secret? Exactly. And then third was okay well he did promise when we got married because i wasn't a thousand percent happy and thrilled with the fact that i did not get my pinterest wedding because i won that contest for six flags and like my first wedding did not go off how i wanted it i tried to do a luau in the middle of kentucky and married a guy that i turned out not to even like So I was like, yes, I get a redo. So I wanted to do, yes, 
I'm going to do the wedding of my dreams. And I had it all on Pinterest. I had everything planned out. And then six flags came and kind of fucked that up. And he knew I was like, not mad about it, but was like kind of let down that I didn't get the traditional proposal, my traditional wedding that I wanted. So he promised proposal though. And that's pretty fucking dope. It was something. Um, so he promised in the parking lot of Marshall's when I was having a slight breakdown the week before the wedding, that in five years, we would renew our vows and do it Pinterest way. And so we are on the fourth year. So my other thought was maybe that was 20 grand that he was setting aside and he was going to secretly propose again and propose the, you know, the original way he was going to and, you know, propose a renewal. And that 20 grand was, he, he was going to hand it to me and be like, here, plan the wedding of your dreams, which would be amazeballs. And that's what I was really banking on. Right. <laughs> I was like, let's, let this be what's happening. And um, that's not what was happening by any means, but not it was not at all. And, but I still kept my mouth shut. So I was like, okay, it's only been, bless you. It's only been like four years. So maybe he wants to wait until the fifth year to pop that. So I'm still, I'm going to leave it alone still. I promised him I wouldn't look. It's not eating at me yet. But then we started looking at houses. And when we started looking at houses, we started getting pre-qualified for shit. And we started realizing that we need a down payment and we need a down payment fast. And the down payment we need is at least seven to $10,000, which isn't just going to come out of nowhere. Well, right. that's when I remembered, hey, my husband has $20,000 sitting on my bookshelf. Why aren't, why aren't we using that? <laughs> like, this does not make sense, but I can't just like roll up here, you know, and just be like, oh, hey, babe, how about the 20, like what I wanted to do when all of these like loan people were asking about everything, I wanted to like put 20K on the application as our down payment. Cause I'm like, I know we have it. He doesn't know. I know we have it, but like, if I can tell him we have 20K down, we're going to get so fucking approved so right. fast. <laughs> no. And so I'm like, why, why is he not doing this? This is not a prudent financial move for you to keep this a secret. So it finally came to a head one night when I was like uber stressed about a down payment. I finally was like, look, we need to talk about Cotton Eye Joe. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I <laughs> let him know that that's what we had nicknamed it. Because of course, me and you had been conspiring this whole time about what the fuck is going on with this money. We literally went through every single scenario that could possibly even remotely have been true. And this was literally six months. This had gone on for six months of my life, half a year, half of the pandemic year. <laughs> um, so it came to a head and remember exactly I think I did one of the things throughout the six months I would go and like 
run towards the bookcase and I'll be like, I'm going to look in the jars. And he'll be like, don't you do it. Just kind of, kind of playfully. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to look in the jars. And then he'll like make a big deal out of it and come and like pick me up and put me back on the couch or something. Yeah. And uh, fi- he finally was like, all right, fine. Look in the jars. I don't care. So I'm like, bet, <laughs> bet I will do it. So we went and I, um, oh no, at this point he was like, well, go look. Of course, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be just easy about it. So I was like, no, you know, I promised I wouldn't look and I'm not breaking that promise. And <laughs> so he's like, no, no, I want you to look. I want you to go open that now. And so I'm of course playing the dramatic card and I'm like, no, I can't do it. I won't do it. So he goes over and he opens it himself he's like, well, you know, if you don't care about it, I guess I can just set it on fire. And so he takes it out. He takes this water cash out, takes it to the kitchen sink and like goes to get a lighter. So I'm like, dude, I am not going to let him fucking burn 20K in cash in front of my eyes for being like stupid and dramatic. I've got to let this go for one. Like imagine being so rich that just to make a point, I'm going to set 20K on fire in my sink. Exactly. And so um, I was like, well, I, I don't care if you set it on fire because I don't even know what it is. So he, he goes, well, turn around and catch. And he threw it at me. And this like big, thick chunk of cash like hits me in the face and knocks off my glasses. And I don't know why, but the only thing I could think of to say was, why do you hurt me, Dr. Moneybags or something like that? <laughs> Oh my God. crying with my glasses on the floor so I'm like, me any money back. <laughs> it was ridiculous so of course he's like dying laughing and uh, so I'm sitting on the couch holding this 20k in my hands and then he spills the beans on everything to me so now I'm caught up with everything however DJ is not so I took this opportunity to continue what he started um, so that I could just squeeze a little bit more drama out of this situation. It was like a two-way long con. Oh, for sure. It was a two-for-one special. I am going to pull up the text because that night. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to go back. I wonder what, what's a good search term to try to find this 20k um drugs i think drugs Drug, would be a yeah. good one because we don't talk about drugs a lot right <laughs> anyways um let's see yeah it was january 8th is Dang, when this happened. that long ago yes Shit. okay and so this is how it, it goes I started off with, it's drug money. He sells drugs. Just out of the blue. You didn't ask. It just says, it's drug money. He sells drugs. You said, huh? I said, the 20K. I finally did it. I got to the bottom of Cotton Eye Joe. You said, I'll say it again. Huh? (laughs) I said, the money in the jars. And you said, well, wait, what drugs? I said, it's drug money. I said, yeah, I know. But I mean, Ethan? drugs 
said, I don't know where he gets it. These shit ass boyfriends, probably. He, and you go, wait, he told you this? I said, we've been fighting all night. You said, what? This doesn't make sense. How did he even get involved in something like that? That seems out of character. Do you believe him? And then I sent a picture of the 20K in cash sitting on my lap. I said, well, what other explanation is there? No, this is actually just what I assumed, but he knows that I know. He's in the shower. I stole it and I'm going to hide it. He said, so you told him you saw the money and he said, what? He said he sells drugs and went to take a shower. <laughs> so where did the fighting come in? No yeah, just nonchalantly. Okay, I sell drugs. Bye now. Um, let's see. So where did the fighting come in? From opposing sides of the apartment. Me yelling, tell me the truth, and him yelling, put the money back. He just said, yikes, with a like scared looking emoji. Uh, let's see. He's sticking with the I sell drug story. Won't say what kind, though. Hickman County is next door, so probably meth. Uh, let's see. This makes no damn sense. I mean, obviously, I know him as well as you do, but it's so out of left field. I said, I told you the motherfucker been sus. I agree. It's out of left field, and I don't believe the drug story either. So obviously, these people aren't coming to your house because you have the ring camera and you'd know about it. Do you have him on your friend my find my friends app? Has he been going to weird places? Do you have a theory? So like she's she's a professional. She's already got her pie chart out. I can tell. Yep. Yes. Uh let's see. I think he's up to something else. Maybe something to do with um the kink thing. I'm not gonna get into that in this episode, but there's a kink. Uh let's yes, see. I, everyone has a kink. Uh, let's see, I told him for every 10 minutes he doesn't tell me the truth, I burn a hundred dollars. <laughs> he said, but wouldn't he be losing money if it was the kink thing? Then I sent this video. So it's a picture of a hundred dollars. Okay, so I'm gonna describe it first and then I'll play it. It is um a picture of a hundred dollar bill in my sink on fire, and I sent it to CJ. <laughs> Yes. So I sent that and she just replied with OMG eyes wide open emojis. I said last fucking straw. And she said, maybe don't burn it. I mean, you could use it. I said, well, maybe too late. She said, you're burning all of it. If he don't start talking, I am. Is he still in the shower? What if he killed someone and stole their money? I don't see him killing anyone. He just yelled, that's just the, that's just the money you know about. So implying there's more. See, I couldn't see any of these things happening, but I mean, I've been wrong about other guys. There is that. So apparently this is just the tip of the iceberg. You said, what the hell? If he's got all this money, then why are y'all sticking to a tiny budget for this house? Shit, he should be buying the Yellowstone right fucking now in cold hard cash. The Yellowstone is one of the uh, bougie, like the super bougie ass um, modular homes we were looking at. I said, right, but where did it come from is the puzzle piece he will not give me. I don't get it. Why doesn't he just tell you the truth? I said, well, he's always been mysterious about money and just says, trust me, everything's okay. So you had the same thought I did. 
did his grandfather leave him money and maybe he just didn't want to tell you because he didn't want his family to find out somehow i was like so like i don't know if we're 100k credit in i don't know if we're in 100k credit card debt or have half a million in a swiss account that's what i thought too but it was like two years after he passed um, you said, well, I mean, he's got to tell you, even if you don't share bank accounts, you're married, so you share credit. I said, we have taxes. Does he have to pay taxes on this? If it's cash, I guess not. Depends on when it, where it comes from. And I said, and he won't tell me in all caps. And of course, CJ goes, oh my God, I have to know the truth. So I replied, I've burnt two more now. So $300, does he know that you're burning it or is he still in the shower? He's out now, but I'm hunkered down in the bathroom with the door locked. It's my money now, motherfucker. You just said, oh God. I said, if we leave now, we can probably make it to Texas by tomorrow. Are you in? She said, I'm down. And at this point, I'm pretty sure this is when you had started texting Marinara and was like, we're going to Texas tonight. Get your shit. <laughs> I was like, pack a bag. Yeah, we're going right now. Uh, let's see. And this is when we got your husband involved and Marinara's husband involved too. Uh, said he said to ask Davenport, all the guys discussed it around the fire the other night. He said, I just asked him. He said he was drunk and doesn't remember anything being discussed. So does Marinara's husband know too? I said he should. What the hell? He's saying that he just casually told the guys that he sells drugs and nobody has said anything about it for two weeks. But yeah, some kind of guy code. What's said by the fire stays by the fire bullshit. What the fuck? He's saying what he told the guys has nothing to do with drugs, though. So he's admitting the drug thing is a lie or he lied to the guys. The drug thing is a cover for whatever the fuck else he's doing. I can't help but feel like it's tied to a kink. Maybe he's the middleman, like Robin Robin. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's gotta be it. I don't know. I mean, fuck, if he was just a middleman, why does it have to be secret? I feel like you would have been behind that a thousand percent from the beginning, which I totally would be. I was like, I don't know, man. Why would anyone hide 20K for six months? I have no idea. I just wish he would tell you. I feel like whatever it is, it's gotta be better than the drug story. Uh, let's see. Well, maybe he'll have time to think of a better one by morning. I just got my stuff and I'm sleeping in the bathtub with my money locked in the bathroom with my birds. Fuck him. <laughs> he said, oh God, do you want to come over here or can I come get you? I'll call Marinara. She's not far. Then I sent you a picture of my bathtub with my pillow, my comforter, and two stacks of hard cash. <laughs> I'm going to post all these pictures. Yeah, Oh, and I'm going to be releasing on Friday night because we're going somewhere Saturday, I think. Um, he said, Lord have mercy. You took your meds, right? Not that I'm saying that you shouldn't be mad. I'm just asking. <laughs> yes, Lamau, I'm medicated. Okay, just making sure. I'm sure the whole manic spiraling would make it a little worse. It's like, yes, I'm of sound mind at the moment. Do you want to go to go into business with Tennessee ham and strawberry jam? You know the reference I'm talking about. It's um, goodbye, Earl. Mary and Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, good. Do you want to come here? You totally can if you want to. I was like, no, I'll just be a stubborn bitch here where I am. <laughs> he said, 
I want to know the truth before I commit a felony. LOL. I can't sleep now. Also, I left my purse at work, so I have no license. Oh, yeah, that was that weekend that I left my purse at work the whole weekend. So I couldn't drive anyway. And I was like, yeah, I didn't realize until I got home, but fuck going back to Metro Center. Not have to do any of this. So so fucking calm he's playing league of league of legends like i haven't burnt six hundred dollars already he just occasionally laughs. <laughs> so does he not believe that you're actually burning it i was like oh he can smell it did you send him the video yep he didn't respond with the actual fuck he just said i'm in a game babe he said i'm so lost like he couldn't be bothered anymore he's playing video games and i just need to let him be this is the most bizarre thing that's ever happened. So why can't we have normal husbands? Like he does not understand how this is fucking with your mind and your entire actual life. At least mine didn't take out a life insurance policy on me. This is very your ex-like. It is. <laughs> Damn it, I need to know. I said, well, you text Ethan. Maybe he'll tell you. You s- And say what? I don't want him to know that I know about all this too. I was like, well, just ask him what I'm freaking out about. Like, you're just a concerned friend. You don't think he would see straight through that? Nah, man, he's playing video games. He can't see shit. (laughs) Arg, he just needs to tell you what the fuck is happening. Get out of the tub and go flip the breaker. Then he won't have any choice to talk to you. (laughs) Fucking brilliant. Give me three minutes. I should have answers. (laughs) Tell him you're going to go scorch earth classmate style if he doesn't fess up. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go drive into the goddamn ocean. Well, maybe don't go that far and don't burn any more damn money. If you want to get rid of it, I'll happily come take it off your hands. Lol. It's like, wait, I should be live tweeting this. He said, oh God, I won't. So it doesn't seem to be affecting him. So there's no point. He's just playing on his phone in the dark now. I mean, shit, if he doesn't care that you're burning it, he shouldn't care if you spend it. I'll take 5K of it and drive to the bank right now, deposit it, and pay off the rest of your debts. I've been trying to think about the best way to spend it. But I mean, I'm 100% serious. I'll go to tax right fucking now. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, Texas. I'll go to Texas right fucking now. I only owe 600 on my car, so it's not a huge debt, so I'm not worried about that. He said, but that's 600 not coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of the liar's pocket. <laughs> um, see, I probably should put it in the bank. I'm going now. I mean, if he doesn't care about it burning, there isn't any different, right? Just don't tell him. Just walk out and block him from seeing you on Find My Friend so he doesn't know where you go. Then I sent her a picture of me with holding the doorknob with the cash in my hands walking out the door, like ready to go deposit this shit. Are you taking all of it? Yup. She said, badass bitch. Have any credit card debt? School loans? Not anymore, bitch. Like, you could be set. Well, then I guess you're already set. I said, we rich, bitch. Hells yeah. OMFG, I'm going to murder him. What happened? Here's the culmination, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you a story. I pull up happy as a clam, going to deposit my new green, and it won't, it won't take it. It keeps spilling out. Okay, here, here's a story for you. Okay, so 
this. Unwrap this. Go through rubber band. And if we get a closer look, ah, it cuts out. Oh, hang on. For motion picture purposes, this boy got fucking fake money for six fucking months. I have been stalking at this stupid thing for six fucking months, and he's just gonna let me sit there and fucking burn it. He's why? Why? <laughs> yeah. So the shit's fake. This whole time, I never. If you've got a lot of fucking cash. You're not, and I, I don't know how many times a month I've counted it just to see if he was dipping into it or anything. It was time, very, very convincing. Like, yes. Very like, It was the same. It was the right shape, the right size. The right the color. Color. Every the right texture. There. Literally the only thing that was different is the little banner at the top where it would normally say like, you know, $100 said, for motion picture purposes. Yeah, exactly. Like the only difference. Yeah, literally the only difference. And so before I got CJ involved on all this, he set me down on the couch and was like, read it. Read it. I know you've counted it. I'm not asking you to count it. I want you to read it. <laughs> so I finally read it. And then I was like, why? Why? He said <laughs> that he bought it online. And he didn't know what to do with it. So he just stashed it and he thought it would be funny just to fuck with my brain. And he didn't know it was going to go on this long. He still to this day will not tell me where he got it. So I don't know if it was Wish, Amazon, whatever. He just got bored, honestly. He yeah, just I guess. Bored. And he was like, you know what? I could pull a really good long con with this. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Yeah fake money for six months. So I sent her that video that I just played and she said, the fuck? So why, what is the motive? This is, I cannot, there needs to be an explanation stat. I said, I mean, it's fake. What other explanation is there? Um, CJ said, but why, why does he have it? Why was he hiding it while the secrecy? I mean, you've been distraught for like two hours now. Said in his defense, he told me like 20 minutes into our fight, and I've been fucking with you this whole time. He said, I hate you. You're dead to me. <laughs> um, let's see. He let it go on for 20 minutes before he told you. He was really sticking to the drug dealer thing for a little bit. He said, I wonder why your avatar didn't budge because I was straight up watching it. Yeah, I was in the parking lot. I'm not wasting any gas. So I never actually drove to the bank. And that is what got me on CJ's end. If I would have actually driven to the bank, then she would have probably still been on the hook. Yeah. For but real. that was that was literally the only way I knew was because I was watching on Find My Friends. And then like before before you told me that it was, you know, all a con, I was really concerned about you putting fake money into an ATM and it's spitting it back out. I was like, dude, the feds are going to be at your doorstep in like two minutes. Like you right. just try to deposit 20 K in fake money at an ATM. That's right wandering. What the fuck are right. you doing? Exactly. It's a problem. Um, so I sent her a screenshot. I did the same thing. I tried to get little sister in on the fake too. 
So I sent her the video, or no, not even the video. I sent her a picture, what are you doing? Of the $100 bill in flames in the sink. And she literally just said, excuse me, which I think is the funniest reaction to anything. Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me, why is this on fire? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, it has provided a lot of entertainment of that night. Um, yeah, so that's what happened. It was the longest con that has ever been played on me for no apparent reason at all. Honestly, it's it's an inspiration and it makes me want to pull a long con on somebody. Yeah, we need to like brain trust this and try to figure out what the best one. We need to get the boys that collectively me, you, and Marinara need to come up with something and get all three of our husbands set a deadline for Christmas. Like, we've got to get this done. Yeah. Yeah, we really do. Don't know what it is. Um, if you, listener, have ever had a con pulled on you that isn't something like, hello, I'm your cousin from Zimbabwe. Our king uncle just died and I need you to deposit 20K of real life money into my account like not that kind of con and not the kind of like baby I'm in love with you you're so sexy I live in Belarus send me a you know iTunes gift card and I'll come over to America and marry you I promise (laughs) not that kind of con either but like a local long con that somebody has played on you just for shits and giggles let us know ourtotshow.com go to contact us i think there's a little form you can fill out you can always hit us up at yolo at ourtotshow.com or slide into our dms in any of the social media remember that one time while you're doing all that stuff especially if you're at the website i don't know if we're still even signed up as affiliates but smash that audible button in the top left corner get your free 30-day membership to Audible, check out some audio books. Yep, and check out all the deets about the upcoming Beer Olympics. Yes. We are almost exactly three months away, and I am super stoked, and it's going to be a great time. So you should drop by and drink some beer, and yeah, winner gets to gets to do a, a butt chug, right? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You'll get to see what was last night's dinner. Oh, do the butt chug. Um, But until we get to see butt chugging, always say yes to adventures because they become six month long cons and you'll be talking about it later. Um, And that is all we are. Cheers. Cheers. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night. And God bless America.